serious news, seriously entertaining. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. Happy, happy, happy Wednesday. This portion of the program is brought to you by... Brought to you by... Parker & Sons Plumbing Electrical, two-time winner of the Better Business Bureau's Ethics Award. Hey, let's give you a quick update on what's happening in Florida. Ian makes a landfall and Florida, man. I think it entered a Cat 4. Yeah. I think the wise man was telling me, uh, what was it, like two miles per hour from a Category 5, Steve? Yeah, I think that it was basically negligible. It was like a Cat 4, but only two miles an hour away from that's it. Cat Th- 5. That's how Within big. the margin of error. Within yeah. the margin of error. Okay. There you go. It's a margin of error. Uh, all right. So which which parts of Florida are you seeing just getting crushed? I'm seeing uh, Naples. I'm seeing St. Myers. Yeah. Um, and it's underwater. Well, it came down from the bottom. So normally you think about it when you hear, you know, it comes off the Atlantic. Right. And it'll smash in from the eastern portion of it. But this came from the, from uh, the, you know, the through the Gulf of Mexico and is smashing into Fort Myers, Tampa. And it's. Uh, Did they it, move the football game? There, yeah. From Tampa I, Bay I think, to uh, Miami? They're, well, they're t- practicing in Miami. And, you know, could they end up eventually moving it to, I don't know who they're playing this weekend. But they, there's a possibility. Hmm. And now they're worried that Carolina and Georgia are going to get smashed as well. Right. All right. What's going to happen in Florida? FEMA? They prepositioned thousands of generators, hundreds of Army Corps of Engineer personnel, nearly four million meals, three and a half million liters of water, uh, ambulances. The Red Cross alone said they were ready to feed 600,000 people. So what that tells us, again, is this is an all-hands-on-deck operation. Listen to uh, one of the sheriffs. We got calls of people that uh, buildings that are compromised, rooftops floating down the streets. We got calls of people that uh, buildings that are compromised, rooftops floating down the streets. Wow. Wow. Because I've seen homes floating down the street. Yeah. Vehicles. Uh, I mean, you name it, it hasn't stopped. Yeah. How many vehicles have you seen underwater? Oh, uh, so many. Tons. And so unfortunately, many. you know, we cannot get back out there to access uh, those calls until it's safe. Yeah. I mean, it's got to be safe for the first responders to go out there and help people. Uh, but here's my one question. I don't have an answer because when 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 the. When a hurricane hits Louisiana and you've got portions of, of New Orleans, they, they evacuate everybody. Yeah. How many people actually eva- evacuated in places like Fort Myers or Becky Lynn? Don't you have a couple friends that they actually evacuate? Uh, one friend and her husband did evacuate. They just bought a house um, and are in the process of remodeling. Oh. So, I mean, they literally just got there. Another friend... Uh, stayed is writing it out, and they're right there. In, see, we're, it, it, I'm really seeing in right now. Extreme wind warning issued for Punta Gorda, and that's where they are. Listen, and I, that's who I texted. I haven't heard from her yet. Millions of people were asked to evacuate, but you also come to a point where you, where do you go? Million people heading where? I know because you're yeah. going to get. That's one of the things. A lot of people get scared. They're like, oh, we're going to get stuck in the middle of something, mm. and You've this thing's going to smash us. You, you have to go almost earlier than you would think. But and then people do it early, and then nothing happens. And then after a few times, they're like, ah, I'm never going. That's right. Then it hits. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a dangerous part. It yeah. is. I mean, let's go back to Katrina. Remember all those yellow school buses that just sat there, and they were all ready to get people out? 
No one got on one, mm-hmm. and they all stayed, and we saw what happened. We had people on top of the roof. But those levees, you know, it's different because, you sure. know, Louisiana's below, you know, sea level. And they got left. Here's something, and, I, you know, you look at this, and it's horrible. This is one of the things they're talking about is they think it's going to lose a lot of steam tonight. And that's the scary part in the sense that they think it's going to be a deluge throughout the east for the next few days. And that gets the flooding everywhere. What was the hurricane in Houston? You had uh, Harvey? Harvey. Was that Harvey? Remember Harvey? That was uh, basically T.J. Watt? Stopped. Remember, yeah, T.J. Watt. Raised $800 billion dollars or whatever right. it was for. Yeah. When he played for the Texans. But in Houston, that one, I just remember it stopping and pouring. And we had a few people on from Houston that, you know, their homes, they were, if there was water inside of their house. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was up past their door. Uh, and so, you know, this is just a crazy, crazy storm. First really big one, I guess. In a while. In a while. It's been, you know, we've had some that have hit, but they've not really done damage, damage. But this is the first one where they're looking and going, this is, uh, this is a major one. And then you got people like this. I can't swim, so I'm just hoping for the best. If, oh, my goodness. Isn't that awful? I can't swim, so I'm hoping for the best. And that guy sounded a bit elderly. Yeah, you got to check on your neighbors, right? Especially right. if you know your neighbors elderly. Like, what can we do? Do you want to come with us? Uh, you know. I'm not sure, but I think my truck floated away. Yeah, is this the same guy? I think it's the same guy. Like so his truck floated away? His truck mm-hmm. floated away. He can't swim, and he's hoping for the best. Yeah. Crazy. It's it's just crazy. So uh, we'll get you more on this as you know the show continues. But it's a, it's a monster category for hurricane that has just lashed Florida. How uh, like Biden's talking about you know hey guys we're going to be there to cooperate. Obviously this is when everybody you remember when Chris Christie and Obama needs to put their arms around. This is when you throw it aside. For hurricane look, Sandy. Yeah, we're Americans. This is enough as the baloney. We've been sending people there from here. We've been sending food. You know. We understand what's going on. But on the political side... Why don't we talk about that for a moment? You you know that, like, Gavin Newsom's like, God, this guy's going to get all the press to Santos, and he's going to look like a hero to everybody, and he's going to come through this crisis, and he's going to look great because... Everybody looks at it in that kind of situation. Well, Newsom wants to root against a governor and, and hopes Not that Not Florida- so much root against the governor, but wants him to have mistakes. Well, Do you know what I mean? Doesn't I s- want the press. I saw yesterday Governor DeSantis in Florida... Say he hasn't heard from the president yet. Which I don't like. But he's I, saying that he's I, going to uh, that's, you know, do all that's, kinds of stuff. That's inexcusable. Yeah. Because I will tell you this. You know if it was a Democratic president, Joe Biden would have already called, what do you need? Anything you need. Yeah. I, I want to just say this. I have a hard time believing that Biden did not call Florida. I have a really hard time believing that. That would make him look so petty. And so there's no win there for him. So I don't know if, like, Biden didn't call or if DeSantis doesn't want to take his phone call or the way DeSantis put it yesterday was, well, I haven't talked to him personally. Well, Politico said, look, they they've spoken and they put every they're they're not talking about anything other than what can we do for you? What do you need? Okay, so is that a non story? Yeah, they said. Yeah, so we can put that to bed. Well, politics aside. Yeah. So they have spoken. Yeah. He says we haven't talked about, you know, we're not talking about politics. This is not about but this is about people's lives. This is about, you know, everything else is secondary at this moment. Okay. well, that's good. Yeah. At least they could do that. 
All right, that makes he said me he happy. Thank Joe Biden and you know, uh, you know, FEMA for its quick response for its state's needs. And like I say, you go back at th- this, but you there's always those ops, some good, some bad. I always go back to Chris Christie and the whole thing. Man, the Republicans were so mad when what was the one that, that smashed in, in New Jersey? San, San, Sandy. Sandy. And he remember, man, he put his arm around him. So and, when Obama got off the plane, they hugged. Yes, because they both worked together. And Chris Christie got crushed for that. For hugging the Democrat, yeah, I, you know what? It's, it it infuriates me. It's it's frustrating. It's not about you guys. It's about the people, and you've got to protect people. And governments need to work together. But you know, it's it's. But it goes back to like you even go back to look at the the you know COVID right. Remember was it the Cuomo sexuals because he was such a great leader in New York and writing his book, even though he's killing old people. He was garbage. But he was garbage. But. The thing is, is they raise their, they elevate themselves in right. situations like this. In reality, nobody cares about that. All that we care about is, what do you guys need? And how can everybody help? That's it. That's what it should be about. All right. More on the destruction in Florida. Hurricane Ian. We'll get to it. Uh, coming up uh, next. We've got a couple things. Couple here. things. I mean, how much here in the Valley, how much would it take for you to want to go to jury duty? There's a number now that's floating around. It's pretty good. It's a good number. Uh, plus, what uh, what, and why would you ever order an adult Happy Meal from McDonald's? What are they doing? It's Gatos and Chad Show. The Gatos Big Q Poll Question. Brought to you by your Valley Toyota dealers. All right. Let's uh, look at KTAR.com. The Gatos Big Q. So yesterday we were talking about McDonald's. Ricky D's, baby. And how they have an adult Happy Meal. Yeah. Now, I don't get it. You said it's all about nostalgia, right? Nostalgia's huge right now. Okay. Well, what is it? Why is it big right now? Hasn't it always been it's big? It's always been big, but you've got, now what's hitting is this gen, you know, before it was the baby boomers nostalgia. Now you've got Gen X nostalgia. Okay. So they're, they're keying in on that. Are Happy we Gen meals, X? What, is that what yeah, we are? We're Gen okay, X. Yeah. Happy meals were a Gen X kind of thing. Okay. So they're focusing in on, you know, trying to get people interested in, in nostalgia and getting okay. them to come by a, uh, two all beef patty, special sauce, lettuce right. cheese. All right, so they got a new adult Happy Meal. Yes, you get a toy. So we ask, which famous figurine are you dying to get? Grimace. See the purple dude? He's the purple dude. All right. The Hamburglar. Uh, the creepy uh, clown, Ronald McDonald. Uh, or uh, D, I'm a grown adult. I go to Starbucks. I'm going to say that. Sorry. Well, I'm a grown uh, adult. I go to Starbucks. 46%. Number one answer. Those are my Ronald people. Ronald McDonald's always last because he's creepy. <laughs> right. Right. Those Grimace. are my people out there. <laughs> Hamburger. There's no Mary McCheese would win this all the time. Yeah. But you notice, have you seen those things? They're, they've got four eyes. I have not seen those. So things. they've got two sets of eyes right above each other because it's supposed to be some sort of some cactus company that put this together. I don't know if it's like a fashion company or whatever. Yeah. But why would I want to go and get a Happy Meal when I could awesome. go and get a pumpkin spice latte? Ugh. No, not ugh. It's delicious and it's it's amazing. It's amazing. Nope. Okay. I don't do pumpkin except for carving them. Okay. Uh, hey, the next time you get summoned, uh, do you actually want to go to jury duty? That's the question. So, did you see this story? They're going to pay you like three hundred bucks now to go to jury duty. What yeah. did it used to be? Twelve bucks, twelve an bucks. hour, or something like that. The first time in over fifty years, state officials have increased jury compensation. I bet twelve bucks fifty years ago. <laughs> you're like, I'm doing all right. Do to make it twelve bucks a day doing jury duty? Yeah, yeah. When's the last time you did jury duty? 
Uh, it's been for I, dude. I was like so young. I was like in my early twenties. Well, you bounced from place to place. Well, yeah, too. but not only that, but like you know, we're in radio, so they're like they want no part of anything that you know. They really don't. I got. I've had to sit on two. On two uh, juries? Yeah. You didn't get out of it? No. Yeah. What'd you get paid? Nothing. No, <laughs> you got paid the twelve bucks. Yeah. Now it's three hundred bucks. And I tell you what, I almost got. On one, it scared me to death. It was one that was going to go for months. Really? They, yeah. You know how they put you all in the jury room? I mean, in the, in the waiting room. No, in the waiting room before you know which court you're going to. Right. They came up there and said, one of the trials today is going to go on for three to four months. Oh. I thought, oh, my gosh. Can you imagine the poor people who are going to get chosen for that? What would you do even at $300? Yeah. Uh-uh. We need. Here's the other thing. I don't know if people are aware of this, but we need TikTok courtroom trials. <laughs> that would be a lot easier. Uh, three or four months, that's a, that's a lifetime in youngster land. Oh, my gosh. But did you see why they're doing it? They're like, we'd like to find some better quality of people. Of course. You know? <laughs> of course. So people that could read and write and maybe not criminals themselves to sit on the jury of their peers. First time in 50 years. Uh, here in Arizona, they've increased the juror compensation. So it could be up to $300 per day. I don't know why we should have pro jurors. Seriously. Just, well, because we have so many open jobs that nobody wants. If you open these jobs, nobody wants them. Other countries do. Other countries do. They have pro jurors. mm, Like, what do you do? I'm a juror. I'm a professional juror. I'm a professional juror. That's the worst job. job. I would never do that. Oh, God, it would be great. You'd love that? Oh, That'd be neat. Okay. But, you know, here's the thing. Can I take my... Can I play Candy Crush, or do you guys want me to pay attention the whole time? Because <laughs> I pretty much make up my mind like when I see somebody. <laughs> All right. Coming up next, Becky Lynn has her 3.30 newscast. We uh, will hold up those headlines, and we'll interrupt. We'll react to the day's top stories. A eh, little, little bit of snark. little snark. Next. Arizona's news station. News station. KTAR, on air, 92.3 FM, online at KTAR.com, and streaming live on the KTAR News app. Your breaking news and traffic, now. Oh, it's 3.30, and you know what that means. Becky Lynn has the headlines. We're going to hold them up a little bit. Here we go. Becky Lynn, your top story. All right. Governor Doug Ducey is calling on Secretary of State Katie Hobbs to speed up the verification process for the signatures for Arizona School Voucher Program. Attempts to get the Empowerment Scholarship Account Program expansion on the ballot remain up in the air. Governor Ducey advocated for the school choice program today. Once the politicians get the money to the parents, the politicians will never be able to touch it again. If the initiative fails, the program will open to all Arizona K-12 students. As of now, nearly 11,000 applications have already been submitted for the expanded version of this program. But the Arizona Secretary of State's office is not budging to the demand. The office tells KTAR it will continue the review of signatures efficiently and accurately regardless of any reports that the number of signatures needed will fall short. The office has 20 days to complete the review and states it's absolutely on track to meet that. The office also claims politicians are, quote, intentionally misrepresenting this process to parents to create confusion, end quote. Griselle, the Satino KTAR News. Holding up the headlines. 
Becky Lynn reads the news while Gatos and Chad interrupt and react to the day's top stories. And Ducey's too busy trying to get parents' money. He doesn't care if he gets teachers' money. Because that 20 for 2022 is a long, long time ago. Yep. And is there any other area where we can take our state tax dollars directly with us? Let's say that, okay, I don't use public transportation, but I know a lot of people do. So should I be able to take my tax dollars and use it towards Uber? Because that's really what we're talking about here, right? And other forms of transportation. Why, why can't I do that? If you don't want to be in public school, okay, you're, you're going to take that, those tax dollars. You're going to move your kid to a different one in, in private school. Well, I don't, where, where's, where can I take my tax dollars and move it? Well, I think we need, first of all, we need to pay our teachers better. That's a given. And I'm, I like school choice. I like having the opportunity to have school choice, giving parents the opportunity to move your kids, whether you want to move them to a better public school or take some of that money. Moving School choice is a great thing, uh, but you got to pay the teachers, too. And we can do both. But the reality is but they have they already have choice. If they're not happy with their child's public school, they can move to another public school. Yeah, but and, and those tax dollars to, follow the child. Yeah, but money to take to charter or pu- private schools too. Having more competition is nothing wrong with that. Will they get this done? I, you know what? Yeah, with politicians, and I, I heard they say politicians will say anything. Mm. I was shocked about that because I didn't know if that to be true. No, but apparently they do. We're holding up the headlines. Arizona votes. Border security remains the top political issue in Arizona. One candidate for governor is revealing her plan if elected in November. KTIR's Colton Krolak has more. Katie Hobbs tells KTIR's Mike Broomhead on AZTV 7's The Before You Vote show she feels the Biden administration is making efforts to close the gaps on the southern border, but called out Governor Doug Ducey's, quote, political stunt at the border. I am very concerned about the liability to the state of Arizona for those shipping containers that they're putting on federal land and that there's pictures of people climbing on top of them. She says she wants to use state resources for real solutions and adds having an adversarial relationship with the president isn't beneficial for the state. Colton Krolak, KTAR News. Like, oh my God, I think what he's doing is bad. <laughs> on, on, on. You know what? If you think, honestly, that what Biden is doing is helping the southern border, <laughs> you're disqualified. Sorry. Well, you, I don't know if you're disqualified, but you in don't my know, book, you're disqualified. Okay, that's fair. You don't know what's going on, not you, Chad. But like, what did what did Colton say? Is it Biden? She claims Biden is trying to close holes on the it border. Has closed holes? Has no, yeah. he hasn't. That's a flat out. It's not. I don't that's know. A if, lie. I don't that's know an absolute lie. I don't know if Katie Hobbs is lying about it or if she literally doesn't understand what happens on the border. Now you could talk about the stunt that Ducey did with whatever. Uh, buses, you know, with migrants sending them to New York or putting the shipping containers there. But but you know, again, last time we had Katie Hobbs on, she was blaming Trump for the border. And that's just stupid. And no. And, and having an adversary. They have no relationship. How many times has he called? He wouldn't see Ducey. He hasn't come to the border. Fail. Big fail. Sorry, Biden. You don't care. Uh, no, he doesn't care about the border. There's no doubt. Uh, we're holding up the headlines. Thank you. What is that? What is that? It's scary. Well, the November election's drawing closer, and the manufacturers are working hard to prepare the, the Dominion ballots <laughs> that will soon be in your mailbox. KTAR's Luke Forstner is live in the news center with the story. Now, Becky, for Phoenix-based Runbeck Election Services, one of the largest ballot printers in the industry, the process starts more than a year before the election. Runbeck President and CEO Jeff Ellington says there are a lo- there's a lot to account for. 
We have to order envelopes, paper for the ballots to be printed. I voted stickers. We have to get the instruction booklets printed. And the most important part, the ballot itself. The county will ultimately send us an official ballot order, and then we produce exactly what they asked for. Runbeck's facility can produce between one and one and a half million mail packets a day for 76 counties around the country. Live from the News Center, Luke Forstner, KTAR News. Except for Pinal County. Uh, they're doing it themselves, and that is uh, they're just going to throw stuff at people's houses, and you throw rocks back at them, and they'll tell you who you voted for. It is interesting. Pinal County's got to get this one right. Well, we even talked to them. It, 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 when it comes to printing ballots, at least at the at the places you go and vote, what, they didn't. They don't do that they there. They guesstimate they, how yes. many people they think are going to be there. If they run out, they say, go to dinner. And come back and, you know, we'll and then tr- wait some more. <laughs> we'll see. All right. We're holding up the headlines. Extreme winds hammering southwest Florida as Hurricane Ian takes its time edging across the state. And ABC News meteorologist Greg Dutra has more. It takes time for the storm to be quite literally shredded apart by not only the friction at the ground, but also the wind shear and higher levels of the atmosphere, especially as it gets to higher latitudes. It's that time that is just painstakingly going by so slowly. This thing is moving at nine miles per hour, probably even slower than that when we get the newest update. You can probably run faster than this hurricane is moving right now, and that is, of course, very concerning for folks who are in this extreme wind warning. Ian came ashore as a Category 4 storm. Governor DeSantis says the 911 calls from people who chose not to evacuate are being logged until conditions are safe enough for the first responders to get out there to them. Yeah, if they come out too early, they can they could die. They could get hurt. Uh, and if you're, you know, if you're watching this storm, and I'm, I'm kind of watching it on social media um it's there are homes that have been moved by the by the water and the and the wind yeah full homes i've seen you know roofs pop right off the house uh so it's going to be a long few days of this storm in florida and uh it it looks really really bad and really scary yeah it's going to be uh interesting to see how fast they bounce back from this because uh, I'm I'm not just looking at Florida. I'm thinking about how slow they say it's going to slow down tonight yep. and then it's going to be a slow moving that is going to just be a deluge throughout the, the south uh, eastern part of the country. It's going to be ugly this weekend. And, and hit other states too. Yeah. Big, big time. Oh, bad bunny. This guy is a global phenomenon. Yeah. So uh, that's what is that a chase tonight? Chase, yeah. Right. I'm Malo Chupacabra. It's gonna be great. <laughs> that's my my rap name. All right, that's it for holding up the headlines. <laughs> Becky Lynn reads the news. We interrupt. We react to the day's top stories. Give you our take. Put a little snark in there. All right, still to come. Midterm mayhem. Former Arizona Governor Jan Brewer will join us. She's our election insider. Hey, what does Hobbs bring to independence? What does Lake bring to independence? Stuff like, we're going to talk about. What does she bring to independence? It's <laughs> 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 uh, more to come. The Gatos and Chad Show. Arizona's news station. KTAR News 92.3 FM. You're locked in to the Gatos and Chad Show. All right, coming up, 405, midterm mayhem. We're going to have uh, former Arizona Governor Jan Brewer, our election insider. We're going to ask her, what what does Hobbs bring to independence? What does Lake bring uh, to the table for us independents? That's coming up at 405. You know, it's funny, Detour Dan was talking about uh, the uh, Bad Bunny concert. Bad Bunny. It's a chase because Pablo was telling him Pablo's going to the show tonight. Guys, Pablo's like a kid. Oh, my gosh. no idea. Oh, my gosh. Are you going to cry? 
He's going to cry. No, but I feel like my, like my last day of high school, like I shouldn't be here. I feel like I should be at home <laughs> getting ready for the concert. That's awesome. This is going to be fun. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. Um, uh, I'm going to pull an audible here. Let's do it. You know, Bad Bunny is here in uh, in Phoenix. He is a global superstar. Yeah. All right. He he acts. He's a he's a wrestler. By the way, he wrestled at WrestleMania, and he was great. He's the biggest Latin entertainer on the planet, and he's in Phoenix. Bad Bunny. Time for random rankings. Top five bunnies. Tito's <laughs> and Chad's random rankings. Random rankings. Number five. All right. Five. I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go with the one you pull out of a hat. It's <laughs> a good one. Oh, the one you pull out of a hat. Number five. That's how I roll. You know what? I was talking to somebody out there, and I was talking about my five, and uh, she said, "You know what? Do this." So I'm gonna replace it. Uh, right. uh, Thumper, you're out. And little bunny foo foo. Who? Little bunny foo foo. What is? Bouncing in the forest, baby. Sing it though. Little bunny foo foo. <laughs> like everybody's dancing in the forest. You guys remember that? I just didn't want to sing it. Number four. Uh, number four, I'm going with uh, my grandmother, whose uh, name nickname was Bunny. <laughs> so her real name was Beatrice, Beatrice Gatos. And I always tell the funny story. Remember what her license plate was, guys? First two letters of her first name, B-E, right? And then a space. And then the first three letters of her last name. Not a joke. That was actually her license plate. Be gay. Be gay. Yeah. And her nickname was Bunny. So she is my number four. Uh, for me, Peter Rabbit. That's right, Peter Rabbit. Live action movies and stuff. But Peter Rabbit's been around forever and a day. Mm. Love me some Peter Rabbit, kids. Yeah. To eat or just uh, Love me some very Peter tasty. Rabbit. Have you ever eaten rabbit? I have. Is it any good? Does it taste like chicken? A little gamey. little gamey. Three. Uh, my number uh, three, obviously random rankings. Top five bunnies because Bad Bunny is in town. Uh, number three, I'm going with the Easter Bunny. Easter is uh, my all-time favorite holiday. So. And, you know, there's nothing like waking up and seeing a, a big chocolate bunny that you can devour. There you go. That's good. For me, uh, <laughs> it's me, Roger. Roger Rabbit. Roger Rabbit. Roger Rabbit. Who framed Roger Rabbit? Awesome. Amazing. Jim Fleischer paid him, uh, played him, and it's just, uh, he's great. All right. Number two. Number two, I'm going um, with the silly uh, rabbit, uh, Tricks are for Kids. Oh, so I'm going with uh, the cereal. That's good. Tricks. I don't think I've ever had it. Never had tricks? No, Man, you think get so. out and live a little I know. Bit more. That's my number uh, two. Number two for me. Nah, what's up, Doc? <laughs> uh, Bugs Bunny, Mel Blanc. Nah, it's just the greatest. You fool. You moron. I just love Bugs Bunny as a kid uh, and uh, still do. He's still fun. Still makes me laugh. All right. Here we go. Number one. Energizer Bunny. Nice. I mean, that thing will not turn off. Think goes, it 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 goes. Number one for me. Ladies, I'm looking right at you. And it goes because every one of you has one hidden somewhere. Playboy bunny. There's a tattoo somewhere. You know who you are. Oh that is it. Yeah, what's up, Doc? Ladies. Random rankings. Top five bunnies. Global superstar Ben Bunny. Is it Chase? field uh we got to get more into uh what becky lynn uh, played in her newscast 330 katie hobbs is encouraged by what joe biden is doing at the border he's doing a great job my goodness that is about the dumbest thing that you can say to to an audience that lives in arizona it's just that's an insane thing to say um so we're going to get into that 
Really? Katie Hobbs thinks, hey, Biden's on the right track at the border. Don't worry about the two million people who walked in. But he's on the right track. On the right track. Oh, my gosh. Jan Brewer, former Arizona governor, is going to join us for midterm mayhem. Mayhem. It's the uh, madness, the mayhem. It is the 2022 midterm election. Next.